One way to introduce back in the game. Yeah, well, last week was our big comeback podcast. <laughs> you don't get gonna, to... I think we're just going to say that to start everyone back again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought you'd heard the last of us, didn't you, folks? Yeah, I must have forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> just be super hype at the start of every podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, too much fun today, Ruth. Too much fun. Mm. Time to be serious and brutal because it's time to do what? Because it's it's time to get slightly serious. So first of all, welcome to the podcast, folks, um, old and new listeners. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Very important announcement. It is a very special Karate Cast birthday this Stop. week. His birthday is it? You mean on Wednesday? His birthday was on Wednesday. It's my birthday. No, it's Steve Sensi's. What? Steve Hoople Sensi's birthday. Oh. Was it your birthday on Wednesday, was it? It was my fucking birthday on Wednesday too, you bollocks. <laughs> ah, we joke. Yeah, we, we joke. discovered during the week, I share a birthday with the, the karate legend of our time. The, the best, in my opinion. And you know, more and more people are coming out, you know, the more I hear about Steve Ubel, the more super fans I discover are out there, and there's got to be something to it. I've never met the dude, obviously you have, you're one of his super fans, so is everybody who's ever trained under him, I've never heard a, a, an Ubel detractor. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anyone that's trained with him that has come away going, I didn't enjoy that, or maybe not enjoy is not the, not the right word. Because it can be tough, right? I mean, yeah, you come away... <laughs> a bit so just like crushed really because mm. you're you realize how bad you are at standing up straight <laughs> you <know? laughs> but you wouldn't but, think you'd wasted your time yeah no no exactly nobody's come away from it saying that guy doesn't know what he's talking about or mm -hmm. that guy isn't good at karate he's the ultimate isn't he he is the as scott sensei says the beacon the beacon. The beacon. <laughs> <laughs> and we've got the same birthday. So yeah, I, I hope, I sincerely hope that by this time next year, everyone will have forgotten because I don't really like celebrating my birthday. But that's another thing. Yeah, that's, we can go into psychological problems another time. <laughs> that's another podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, what's been happening in the world of Rue? Another year older. Yeah. Yeah, 29 now. Another year wiser. Well, extremely wise. Uh... Actually, um, the secrets are beginning to unlock. Yeah. It's kind of like climbing ranks in the Mason Hall. Mm. You've got, I've got, I don't have new handshakes or like new code words, but I've just got a new, like I look at you and I think, yeah, yeah. silly child. That's it. Yeah, if, only, <laughs> if only I knew. If only I knew. <laughs> the ways of the world. That's it. Uh, but you've been imparting this newfound wisdom on new students, right? You've... Oh yeah, adult students for once. Ooh, Ruth so, Sensei has an adult class. And now I've taught adult classes before covering for people, like a fair few times. Hmm. And there's a whole different reward you get from teaching adult classes. Um, and now I get to do it on the regular. I've got a scheduled, scheduled adult class on Thursday at 8pm. Fantastic. And... Your first thing was to make sure it was so hard nobody came back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I made my training so hard that my numbers doubled from first week to the second. Yo, so congratulations. <laughs> if you did, don't know, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> Although imparting wisdom was not part of it. it was, I was uh, imparting motivation to, to kind of push until they couldn't stand anymore. Ooh. So I broke, I've, 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 not broke, I don't want to say broke, but I've... You've thinned the hair of the weaklings. <laughs> <laughs> There's been one giver-upper in, in each of my classes so far. Yeah? I don't know if I'll be able to maintain that. You're going to name some names? Who gave up? No, who no, gave up no, yesterday? no, 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 no. Well, I think no. it was actually because he was sick. Oh. It was Gagik. Oh, so each day you just dropped his name? For yeah, that. No, but I, it's also because he, I think he was actually sick. I don't think I trained him to death. But no. then the week previous, I did, I did uh, a guy quit in the first 10 minutes. But he was also a beginner. 
So Breaking the <laughs> Yeah. Not too good for student retention, but uh ah, thinking he's coming to get pearls of wisdom, Miyagi though style, and you're like, You came to Cobra Cat, motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's how I'm running it. You gotta earn that shower cut. <laughs> <laughs> the way I'm looking at it is there's there is a deep well of Budo knowledge in the ranks above me, AJ Sensei, Ross Sensei, Scott Sensei, but there's nothing you can, there's nothing to lose from training hard. So I'm just going to train them hard. Yeah. And when there are points I can give them, I'll give them. But for like last night, Tig was in my class, yep. and everything I asked him to do, he had it straight away. Other people, I was able to give them, uh, you know, ooh, you know, turn those toes that way, and oh, make sure you're doing it like this and not like that. This is your ash, not your seash. And uh, but Tig just uh, Tig just had it, so he got the benefit of just putting in a good class, building up his legs. Everybody else got the benefit of that, plus maybe a few pointers. Daily, really. Mm. I think it will be. I think that, that's a good way of approaching it. Like not that you not that you don't have technical input. I think to say that there's there's technical people above you. Like you've got your own. You've been here long enough now that I think. Like I found after how long have you been here now? Year I've and been half? here two years. Two years. Mm-hmm. Two years. Two years now. I found after two years I was starting to get more confident with the technical ability like that. Mm. I thought I'm not making mistakes. It's just adjustments at this point. Yeah. Like there's nothing that I'm moving completely wrong when I do certain. Cat oh, there are some things or, that I still do completely yeah. wrong. <laughs> but the thing is, <laughs> but, I could, sorry, you go on. Yeah, that's what I was just saying. Like, so I think there's a good way to if you want to train that way. That's good. But like, you're well able of giving the technical. I can technical give technical well. feedback here and there, but so people are, might think I'm a bollocks now when I say this. But I consider myself kind of don't want to say a karate genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, I consider myself a guy who knows a lot more about karate than you'd think looking at me doing karate. Mm-hmm. I I think, you know, I don't know how, how to judge my own standard. Nobody really can judge their own standard. But I imagine you'd look at me and you'd think, mm, yeah, well, I suppose that's Nidan level. But just from training so often with you and with Scott, like guys who have, like I said, deep, deep wells of knowledge, I understand stuff that I can't yet do physically. Okay. Maybe never it. will be able to do physically, but I'll keep trying. Never, never. Secret sauce, <laughs> secret sauce. But no, I get what you mean. Like, you can co- you can conceptualize it. You just can't perform it. Yeah, and that's the tricky part. And that's a, I think that's a, a tough thing with a lot of people who who train. They like to understand, but fail to then put the work in physically. It's your turn to call someone out now. Who are you talking about? <laughs> I I'm just I, I remember I was uh, I was with I wouldn't name names. I'm not gonna name names. Okay. But um, I was. With Sensei Scott, he was teaching a course, and there was just a a contrast in instructors, a few instructors, and it was just a contrast between every instructor, um, and you could tell who'd come to train with who, just by looking at oh, them. Oh, I see. You know, because there was people who were very enthusiastic about talking about karate, which mm-hmm. is fine, and then you had the people who can physically do it or physically train hard mm-hmm. even if they can't do it they're physically pushing themselves mm-hmm. and I am of the opinion that you, like what you're doing in your class there that you will progress much faster doing that kind of training mm-hmm. like getting physically able to do anything that's asked of you mm. by just training hard and being fit then talking about it understanding it like yep that's how I'm going to do that spinning shoot them a wash or whatever but they've never been able to actually get your leg off the ground mm-hmm. you know yeah. and like, that kind of like, makes you think like you know because I think there is sort of more divide now that karate, like you see the karate has been exposed and stuff mm-hmm. over zoom the past wee while like you see some of those harder faster stronger guys when it comes to not being able to stand in front of the class and shout harder faster stronger and they mm-hmm. have to actually give over some physical some uh, technical knowledge mm. They shit the bed like they can they can do it like, they just can do it. Some of them, I saw one clip of a guy and he was just fucking he was just like killing himself. <laughs> he was like in his living room and he was just he was doing all the reps that he you know he'd yeah. come up with a combination and he was like right we're gonna do it fifty times and he he did it probably everyone sitting at home like not doing it at all but he was piss and sweat the poor bastard. <laughs> 
But that's, and sometimes that's fine. I lead by example, all very good things. But how many times a week can you do that before you fucking destroy yourself? Like, you know? He was in his 50s and everything. Yeah. At some, at some point, like, less is more, you know? Like, oh, yeah? Like, I think sometimes, like, for sure, as an instructor, you can have them pinging and doing the reps. Then sometimes it's like, actually, see if we just work on this nugget here mm. and then combine it with this little nugget here and these two technical points. Mm-hmm. You're gonna you're gonna break through that sort of plateau. Like you're not gonna like because sometimes you hit a plateau with training hard, right? You feel like you're not doing something, and then somebody gives you just that little nugget just to change the way that you're moving or change the way that you're thinking about it. Then all of a sudden, boom, you take off again. Yeah, and you're reaching a whole new heights. But if you're talking about focusing on the, on a nugget, that brings to mind an image of somebody going, you know, standing there in their Zenkutsu Dutch maybe and just like doing the first four inches of Gakazuki and going, hmm, yeah, you know, I really feel like I'm getting the inflection and it's coming from my centre and I'm using my breath, but they're not really training. They're just kind of, I don't know, twitching or, you know what I mean? So I think you're talking about finding a balance. Yeah, well, I I think there has to be balance, right? It has to be balance, but I think that, I think early on, train hard. Mm-hmm. For sure, get fit. Then once you're fit, then you have to then take a look at yourself and say, right, there's a certain point where doing a thousand yakuzukis just isn't helping me improve. I'm only maintaining mm-hmm. at that point, and that's when you need to have that that real technical input. Like for example, um, even a simple thing like Rick Horton since he talked like saying that the peanut butter. The first time I heard the peanut butter and the forearm thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was like, how would you squeeze peanut butter out each part of your hand that you're striking with? And you're like, huh. Mm-hmm. That all of a sudden you're putting thought into how your like inflections, like the inflection in your hands when you're doing certain techniques. Mm. Paolo Sensei, when we were training with Paolo Sensei, and he was just like, you know, simple things like how you're breathing at certain points in your technique. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden it changes the the way that you're breathing, changes the structure that you're standing mm-hmm. in. Then all of a sudden you have much more like the connections so much better that you're effortlessly moving. And at the end of the day, it is about structure. Even if you're talking about squeezing peanut butter out of the ridge of your hand or whatever, you know, if you have, you might have that kind, you might have that image help you find that structure. But it is just so. If I do that, I'm got my fingers on the ridge of my hand right now, and then I inflect, and you feel the muscles there, kind of, uh, which would protect that that bone there in your hand, which you don't want to break. I mean, why would you hit someone high though, anyway? (laughs) (laughs) You know. Like if you don't got, need any peanut you butter Rick, right Rick, there. Rick Jackson's got that weird thumb bone that comes out like a knife. <laughs> you know, some people have those gammy knuckles. He's got that big gammy like, like, like finger knife knuckle. Yeah. I don't know. You crack with that, fair enough. But yeah, yeah, I would rather just yeah, I'd definitely make a fist. You don't need any peanut butter when you've got your two big knuckles there. <coughs> Mine are really protrusive. Look at that. <laughs> so, yeah, everyone, look at Rose knuckles. <laughs> It's great podcasting. Sorry. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah. Yeah, so what's the hardest session that you can remember doing in our own, like, in our own training? When we train, what's the what's the one session where you're like, Christ, that was some fucking In the Hombu Dojo? Yeah. It's got to be uh, only a couple of months ago with you. Remember you had uh, you had us doing circuits? Oh, yeah. Or did you mean a morning session? No, like no, any session. Any yeah, session, yeah. 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 Remember? excuse me we were doing circuits and uh it was just i think you just picked eight random exercises off the top of your head and we did two minute rounds (laughs) 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 and you had some like you had go from a you know ass to grass squat right into an oizuki you had that one you had crunches you had makiwara and man, by the we did it for a full hour. Yeah, by the end of that hour, I got really. I started vocalizing my pain, so everybody else in the dojo is just kind of sweating through it, and you hear me like doing crunches in the corner, like. Deadly. <laughs> 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 and because I was surrounded by, I suppose, yeah, ordinary students, you know, hobbyists, yeah. they were struggling too. I was struggling. Everybody was doing as much as they could, but. I think I was extra motivated to show off. Yeah. Or just not slack. Gotta be the best. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I kind of did myself in that day. Yeah. I was fucked. <laughs> Hardest session I've done has to be. It was. I was. It was during the peak Zoom time, and uh, no, it wasn't. It was after, and we still have Vince 
coming on the Zoom yeah. after quarantine's finished. And it was me and all of the senses were gone. Yeah, I missed... I can't remember. I can't everyone remember everyone was... Oh, nobody came in to train in that day. Yeah. So it was me, Carl, and... The people on Zoom. The people on Zoom. Yeah. And one other person. Maybe Georgia. Maybe Caitlin. I can't remember. But it was the young ones and yeah. me. I remember that, like, going ask the grass squat, Oizuki. Yeah, we yeah, done yeah. fucking sets of that. Then we done sets of lunges, like lunging in Yakuzuki, push back, lunging in Yakuzuki, push back. Uh-huh. And it was just like a, a leg exercise day. And during it, I was like, man, that's tough, that's tough. But then, and like that, that was like the sorest I've been, like physically the sorest I've been in ages. But the next day, geez, I was like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm lying in bed trying to move, I'm like, you're a fucking Why'd you do this to yourself? <laughs> that's why I never, I should never be left in charge of water trains. <laughs> yeah, man. But so that was... That was because we were, I I know why this happened. We were training on Mondays all of a sudden. Mm. We were doing Monday mornings and you had done the same routine the Monday before and I had been there for that. But then you did it again the next Monday and I suppose maybe you developed it a bit more and uh, it was a bit more severe. Mingin. Mingin. (laughs) That was the hardest thing I've trained in ages. So people, if you're ever wondering, train hard or train technical, the answer is... Train hard. Always Cobra Kai, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Not really. No. It says you've got to have train hard, but train mindfully. Train hard. What's that mean? Uh, I don't think it's applicable at all. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of Japanese off the top of my No, it means like, you know, it means uh, develop the, the brain learning as well as the body learning. The brain learning as well as the body learning. But I think rather it means outside of karate training. So, no, it doesn't apply. <laughs> But it does apply. Oh, it does apply. Everything is everything. Oh, I forgot. You? Don't you know? <laughs> Maybe wise twenty-nine-year-old now. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit, I forgot. But yeah, we um, a soft session. A soft session can be good as long as it's not too frustrating. I get pure frustrated when we're looking at the nuggets, like you say. I think you're getting a lot out of those kind of sessions nowadays. Mm. When when Scott comes up with a little bit of magic for everyone to to oh. be flabbergasted by. Yeah, like. But the best is when he can combine both. Remember in Denmark when he done his unsu class? Yosh. And it was like he done the kata unsu over the three days. Mm-hmm. And one of them was just doing the kata, the technical boys of the kata. So it was the, then he done the kihon of the kata. Like, so this is the kihon that we're going to do to help develop the principles of unsu. And then he's like, and this is the kumite of the kata. This is how we're going to fucking smash somebody with the techniques from the kata. And it was just all came together in this magical crescendo. <laughs> and I went, he's done it again. <laughs> just, just when you think you've caught up to him, boom, he just takes off. <laughs> like yeah. you always say, he just has to be one step ahead. <laughs> he's always ahead. That's it. Man, there's Amazing. a great video from that course where he's uh, mm. <laughs> the takedown. Mm. <laughs> so he's got you up at the front of the class and he's doing some bit from Unsu, probably the jump. Yeah, it must be the jump. Anyway, and he does the, the scissors takedown yeah. on you, but he's like, so you need to have this feeling of this feeling of going in and this feeling of takedown. <laughs> while he's doing that, he's leaping this, through this the air. Of, this feeling of this feeling of takedown. <laughs> Takes off, man. Oh my god. Just like as giggling well. as I'm flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> He's mad for his old wee feelings, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's exact same feeling of just feeling a punching feeling. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't sound anything like that. He does, <laughs> man. He does. And when he's really going for it, this we... feeling of punch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's more like his actual voice. When we're taking the piss, it's like this feeling of punching feeling. He's not that squeaky at all. Nah, he's English, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> trade, trade, trade with Scott, <laughs> and you'll get a bit of both. You'll get a bit of hard karate and soft karate. True. Mm. And that's the great thing about Shotokan, I guess. Shotokan. You know, obviously Goju Ryu means you know the hard soft school, and that's been their whole thing from the start. But it's there in Shotokan too. Oh, for sure. I think most people regard it as a very hard style, though, don't they? Because of the, the long stances, the explosive kihon, the uh, the way the way, basically, 
karate competition throughout the world has mm. kind of come from the way Shotokan was put into competition, right? right? If you want to see an example of soft karate, in my opinion, I think Kagawa Sensei. Kagawa mm. Sensei's karate is so. See if you watch him do kata. Mm. He's so sorry. There's no like the way he punches. It's just and it's just there's no there's no like um, urgency to what he's doing. He's just he's just moving. Mm. I think Kagawa's one of the best at being like super relaxed. Like he's mm. so chill, and he's and he obviously trains very hard. Did train very hard. Champion for all his youth mm. um, and all the rest of it. Can you say all these things? Um, obviously karate legend. Mm. Um, so trained very hard but also super soft and well actually you can see when there's certain points like when you watch him do kata like when he turns there's no like rush to get from point A to point B so you'll hit the move in boom and then he'll relax through the mm. sort of movement then boom hit it in again and off to the next one then boom and it's just this pulse 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 it's but you can also move very explosively yeah of course when he's doing kimiti that's what yeah. I'm saying. I think he's the perfect he's a perfect example of soft like karate, like in terms of how he moves when he's doing his kata, when he's practicing his kihon, when you see him it's yeah. very loose, like that kind of almost like box boxer esque type yeah. like punches and stuff where it's like his shoulders super relaxed and everything like that. But then obviously through the hard training stuff he can then fly across the tatami in the blink of an eye. Yeah. And smash and would somebody. you I suppose But even with his kumite he was very chill. He was very soft with his committee. Like somebody would come in and he'd, and he'd be over the top in a blink of an eye. But then he'd jog around the mat after he smacked him in the face and he's he's jogging afterwards and mm. he's never like, you know... What's the word? Crazy. He's never like that That kind of like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> like Yahara. Yeah. I think that would be the, the, the polar opposite, right? Because yeah. when, he, when he does his unsu and he does his little finger gun strikes... He's then his arm is shaking, you know. Exactly, that's the, yeah. the comparison there. I think you can see it in the two of them, yeah. and it's not that the hard karate is is worse or the soft karate is better. It's just that it's different, mm. and there's a balance between them, but they're obviously at other ends of the spectrum in terms of where they've f f ended up. But do you think there's any right? ultimate way to be, or is Steve. it always? No, 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 no. I, yeah, I know that. <laughs> but do you think there's any in your own in your own training? Do you think there's any ultimate balance, or do you think you can be one or the other? Like, do you think? I think most people will have a tendency to favour one over the other. I think, that, I think the people like, for example, I think if I, um, I think now the way I am, I'm naturally big built, heavy. I think if I tried to do the, the way I was doing karate when I was 16, 17, mm -hmm. with my really skinny, teeny tiny body, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be complete, it would look ridiculous. Like, because I could, I was training very hard sort of style karate back yeah. then. Now I'm loosened up and I'm trained very soft, train hard, but not by trying hard. You know what I mean? Yeah, so just so because you're... I feel like I'm not explaining this very well. No, no, I get you, I get you. So your style changed because you grew up and your body changed mm. and... Yeah. I suppose also your instructor changed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess it just depends on the individual and their circumstances. Who's their teacher? What are they training for? Are they training for competition? Are they training for, you know, are they a hobbyist? Are they an instructor? They need to take care of their body if they're doing it full time, etc. Yeah. Not end up in a wheelchair like Yahara did. Exactly. Out of the wheelchair now, I think. Yeah. That was ages ago. Know. But yeah. But that's what can happen. Mm -hmm. Too much hard style. Mm -hmm. Too much Cobra Kai. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the hard training is the hard training is the most f fun. It's really where my sure. where where I'm at at the moment. I just want to train hard. I get sick of talking about karate. <laughs> yeah, talk about it too much. Anyway, continuing on with our podcast where we talk about karate. <laughs> <laughs> so what I was watching the other day. I was watching another karate guy, yeah, Sensei Seth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On on the old YouTube, and it's really. Finagled, uh, annoy, annoyed me. He was talking about kicks, mm -hmm. and he uh, and he says, "Oh, we're going to talk. Look at three different styles of kick. We're going to look at a taekwondo kick. We're going to look at a Thai box, but Thai boxing kick. We're going to look at a karate kick." Um, and he had a taekwondo instructor on doing a taekwondo kick. Then he had a Thai boxer on doing a Thai box kick. Then he had himself saying how karate is kind of somewhere in between the two. Which uh, kick were they doing? Were they doing like, the same kick? Oh, okay. Because they're all doing their version of, of like roundhouse kick. Yeah. 
and the Taekwondo guy came up like almost like Maya Gary and turned his hip in at the very last second. Yeah. Um, Thai boxer obviously opened his hips up, planting his foot out, big, big base, baseball bat swinging. Yeah. And then uh, Seth went karate style. He said, "Oh, we kind of, we kind of still come round, but we hold, we we chamber." We chamber our kick back. <laughs> we chamber our kicks and we release it at the end like the Taekwondo kick. So we come round like the Thai boxing kick, but we chamber that foot and release it at the end. That's kind of what he said. Um, and I was just like, what fucking bullshit, man? That does sound like complete nonsense. nonsense. Complete nonsense. <laughs> it was fucking these YouTube senses, man. <laughs> he does a lot of shit. Well, well, we'll get back to Sensei, sensei well, not, not just Seth sensei, this, And this is a rag on Sensei Seth. Mm. Sensei is very, very good well, kicker. I'll rag very on good him in martial, a minute if you want. Very good martial artist, I think. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, very good kicker and very good content. And mm-hmm. I like his videos. That's why I was watching it. I like his videos. Mm-hmm. I do like watching them. But I thought that particular video, I, I was just like, why would you categorize roundhouse kick? Too stale, stale, stale. It's all roundhouse kick, man. Well, it is if you're a, okay. So, it is all roundhouse kick if you're a, a Shotokan karate guy. At least the way we train, because we know that you can kick mawashigeri in, you know, in, infinite number of ways, and it's all mawashigeri. Right. And there are ways of training. You know, there's the way we do it when we're teaching uh, yellow belts. We that's when you start learning mawashigeri. Yeah. Red belt, red belt. I think, red belt. Uh, when we're teaching red belts, we're like, okay, lift the foot up to the side, then pivot and snap. But that doesn't mean that's the best or the only way to do mawashigeri. And we know that because we train at a higher level. Scott gets us to do, you know, the fake, ma- you know, the bring the hip up, bring the knee up in the middle, pivot at the last second, a la the taekwondo guy. Yeah. Or, you know, you've been on this kick where you're all about this big looping slamming mawashigeri lately, which is obviously a lot more like... The best? <laughs> no, no. A lot more like Muay Thai. But obviously the Taekwondo guy is going to favour that style because Taekwondo is there's a super emphasis on competition. Yeah, and uh, literally the way they were justifying it was he wants to sneak up in between the elbow and hang and hit the. You know how they wear those body pads? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was hitting that to get the point was like his the reason we throw it that way is to hit that bit there. Yeah. And then the tie box guy is like, oh, we're slamming it in, and then said somewhere in between, and it was like, and never not so much about the style, but it's just that way where. It's a lie. The the video was a lie, which was the thing that annoyed me because I was like, because they must know, they all know, all three of them know that there's different ways of throwing a roundhouse kick and it just depends on your position, who you're up against, why you're Distance. using it. Distance. all the timing, everything, like everything. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, like, for example, if I am sparring someone big and heavy and strong, I'm whacking that leg in like a baseball bat till the cows come home. I'm not going to try and flicky touch somebody. Yeah. If someone's pinging about super fast, I'm going to have to change the style of my kick so that Probably it goes from A leg. to B. Like, so it goes from A to B the fastest way possible. Mm-hmm. Because if I try the big swingy one, it's too slow and I'm never going to catch them. Mm-hmm. Unless I have excellent timing or such. And again, different things. Sometimes maybe hit them really hard to slow them down. Sometimes if they're really big and slow, you can ping your leg up really fast. Uh, like, it just depends. <laughs> the point is, it's bullshit to try and say that one style kicks a certain way, man. All Kyle styles kick the same way. You just have to be good enough to be able to do it all. But that's the thing. They're not taught to do it all. But some very lucky people are allowed to suppose that they can do it anyway. Such as us in Shotokan Karate. Uh, if you have... Maybe some instructors will be like, this is the Shotokan Karate way to do it and only do it that way and it'll probably be the Kihon way. And then some instructors... Scott like Sins. <laughs> no. <laughs> always, always, always handcuffing me when I try and kick, man. Scott says the fundamentals are absolute, but the manifestations are infinite. Something like that. Yeah. So the manifestations of Mawashigeri are infinite. Exactly. So there is no Shotokan Karate way. Exactly. It's just all right. Or you could say they're all Shotokan Karate way. Everything is everything. everything. is Shotokan. No, that's what I'm saying. Shotokan. <laughs> that's why I think karate is special. It's, uh, is special, especially Shotokan. Because it's... Uh, I'm not going to say the most scientific style, because obviously boxing is a huge is a huge game, and there's been... There's buttloads of science that's gone into teaching boxers to be as fast and powerful and tactical as they can be. But they only box 
Whereas you could argue that traditional karate is a bit more like MMA. You know, you see those videos where it's like, oh yeah, all those mm, techniques are in Okinawan karate, whatever else. But Okinawan karate, you could argue, is a bit stuck in the past. You know, it's a bit too traditional. And you've got the balance with Shotokan as being very scientific, but also being rooted in that traditional style. Now, a lot of the grappling stuff, the joint locks and stuff has fallen by the wayside, but it's all there if you want to pick it up. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with any of that. What I would say is, though, that you are incredibly lucky. Like, we are. No, no, <laughs> we are incredibly lucky because we happen to be in a dojo where the head sensei is one of the best instructors in the world. Yeah, but... but because, for example, if I try and show any karate person how to throw any sort of hook or tie boxing style kick and I say style because it's different from what we traditionally again teach beginners yeah, and stuff like yeah. that there are people with dance up the butt <laughs> full of the dance all the dance who cannot throw a cross hook cross combination without straightening out the hook like a karate punch because they don't practice different than what they were taught in okay, day one but there are some people and like that is the massive majority uh, it doesn't. I don't think it matters if the, if it's the majority or not. Because at the end of the day, Guy Broder, Scott Langley, uh, what's his name, Steve Ubel, <laughs> they all train Shotokan Karate. Okay, so they yes. are examples of how good it can be. And yes. there's a lot of examples of how shit it can be. That's where I was saying I, I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think okay. it too. But I think that those people are very special and few and far between. I think there's a lot of bullshit in Shotokan Karate. <laughs> yeah, but it's also... It, like, we'd have to do more research. I don't know. If you could... I don't think you could show me... Now, this is going to be a big claim, okay? I'm going to get, you're going to get shot for this. But I don't think you could show me anyone from another style of karate, such as Wado, such as Goju, who is as well-rounded as the likes of Guy, Scott and Steve. I mean, I, I I couldn't I can't argue because I, I haven't seen any. I've never seen a video of a of a modern day Wadu Shito, Goju Shitoru. Well, I mean, it depends. Like, I mean, I think personally, Shotokan is definitely the physically the hardest. Like, just it's just physically <laughs> the hardest one. Okay. Um, and now doesn't mean that. There's Wadu guys out there that train harder than us. Probably is somewhere. Mm. Um, wouldn't surprise me. Uh, but I think Shotokan as a style is very, very difficult to do. And that means, like I say, train hard, physically get... You're then physically able to do anything that you're asked for. I know that like, from that Shotokan background, even like early, early on, not having much technical input, but just by training in those long stances, there's complicated techniques and katas and stuff. When I would then jump into uh, boxing, MMA, jiu-jitsu class, like even jiu-jitsu, which is difficult, man, it was easy to pick that sort of stuff mm -hmm. up, like in comparison. Like I was like, oh, Christ, you're barely thinking about anything. You just have to kick it really hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and that's not like shitting on anyone's martial art, obviously. Like obviously there's a lot of technical stuff in there, but like far less things to think about. So, <clears throat> so this is what I was trying to say when I was talking to Yassi. Don't talk to Yassi. I was talking to Yassi about martial arts. And she's she's a, a boxer. She'd be a boxer. And I was trying to say that karate is the best martial art in the world. Yeah? Yeah. She wasn't having it? No. No? And I was trying to say that it's because, obviously, a, a boxer, somebody trains for six months, and they can throw a one-two better than a karate guy is going to be able to throw it after training for six years. Yeah, and maybe a, that's a bit of a wild claim, it's but it tough, depends. It's a tough argument to... To get around, right? Yeah. To no. the boxer. Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, and that's... Be but, but, I still think karate is, air quotes, better because... Uh, because on, a boxer hold, just boxes. Hold on, hold okay. on, hold on. Right. I'll be assy. <sighs> and I'll defend boxing. And okay. you try and tell me why. How Shotokan in six years' time is better than me going and doing boxing and learn the punch really quick. Go on. Okay, more, okay, fine. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, so... <clears throat> let me, hold on, let me get cut. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. okay, Shotokan. In Shotokan... What's that? It's the style of karate that I do. I thought you, there's styles of karate? 
Yeah, 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 but it doesn't matter. Let's just, just I'm just talking about karate, but I'm talking about Shotokan, but just Shotokan is karate. Okay. Okay. So in Shotokan, you learn everything. You can learn everything in Shotokan. Most people don't eventually get there, but at the top... Why do they not are, get there? Uh, because they don't have... Uh, the, maybe they just don't have an instructor that knows everything, that knows... Uh, that a, is, is well-rounded. There's instructors that don't know everything about karate. Yeah, because it's My so My boxing big. coach knows everything about boxing. Probably so, but in boxing, you just box. All right, in karate, in you just karate. <laughs> no, but there's a lot more. I mean, we use we use it's it's like Muay Thai. We use all eight limbs. Uh, there's even it, there's even headbutts to be found in in kata. There's even takedowns, joint locks, grappling, all kinds of stuff like that. Okay, a boxer just boxes. Therefore, they're going to get a lot better at boxing faster than a karate student. Yeah. And while you're, and by the time the karate guy gets better, he's never going to have to use it because he's really old. But boxing's like the best thing because I'll be able to punch you straight away while you're still <laughs> learning how to do your karate stuff. What's the dance thing that you do? Why do you dance? Like, why do you do wee dances? I actually don't know. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> you're so annoying. <laughs> you know, it's really difficult to do this because everything you're saying, I totally get it. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. But I'm like, I'm trying to think, what would they say? Why do you do stupid? Why do you spend half your time punching thin air? Why do you never punch stuff? Um, because it looks cool. That's why we do. Oh, it definitely doesn't. Those yeah. stupid pajamas. <laughs> No, it does. The doggies look cool, the belt looks cool, and the kata looks cool. Sorry. Fuck you. Karate's the best. We get to look cool. Yeah, see, if you're listening, fuck you. Fuck you. She'll never listen to this. Oh, man. But no, you can see it. Like, I, I was tagged in a, a photo the other day from, like, ten years ago. And it was me and my... It was one of the, my old pals from my old MMA class. No. And uh, I was tagging this wee photo and it was uh, me putting, like, we're grappling or something and I'm on top of him trying to grab a hold of his arm. Um, and you looked closely and you were like, oh, that's double higgy tip. That's empty. And he said, like, anyone who says karate doesn't work hasn't been punched by Ross before. Basically, oh. was the post. It was a very nice, uh, oh. nice wee post, nice wee memory and a nice wee shout-out. Uh, shout-out. Uh, so, Rob... Shout out back, good man. Us, um, but and that and that's like I think that is the ultimate point because like, uh, again, like the ultimate point the, is the ultimate you point can punch is, hard. Therefore, karate is good. Therefore, karate. Is good. <laughs> I kicked all the bullies' asses at school with karate, <laughs> so it works fine. <laughs> it's very good, very good martial art. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah but it's really like you know that that thing like you know when people break down styles and stuff. Like, do you watch UFC the we, uh, weekend? Didn't watch their most recent fights. No, no. Like uh, Israel Adesanya, was, uh, Israel Adosanya. Oh, it's Adosanya. It's Africa, Africa. <laughs> You're better at that. Just, <laughs> I'm not going to do an African I, accent I, on the podcast. He's very good at it. <laughs> Don't be fooled. I am. I've never done a Nigerian accent before in my life, folks. No. Don't listen to him. Adosanya, I think, is the way you pronounce it properly. Okay. Like an American girl's Adesanya, but it's Adesanya. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Israel though put on a cl- striking clinic, and uh, I've seen wa- him fight before. Yeah, awesome. and you watch it, and you go, "There is nothing that he's doing that we have like he's doing it better than anyone I've ever seen do it." But there's mm-hmm. nothing that he's doing that I'm going, "Wow, I've never seen that before." It's like, no, we've been doing that last week, just really shit in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> like, but like you know, the, every strike that he does, and it, and he's the best strike. It's like, yeah, that's everything you would see in a standard karate class like in a, in a standard like kumite class mm. is how he's moving how he's controlling distance the way he's doing his kicks like they say oh that question mark kicks my game Mawashigiri like it's a very it's in our grading syllabus that kick mm-hmm. basically on, a, mm-hmm. on a, an even harder level so, like we have to do two full kicks rather than that fake and round mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so like yeah like what after you watch these like top level MMA guys and you look at it and you go that is essentially what, it's karate. It's karate. Yes. Yeah. Everything is karate. Everything is everything. <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh. Okay. But on a sadder note, after all that chat, you know, just to bring we have to get back to the shite again. The shite. Barcelona. Stop! I'm gonna cry. Has been rescheduled to September of next year. That's a full year. It's a year of of kicking ass and getting getting better but 
which is the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. I'm trying to be positive and say that's an extra year to practice. Mm. Um, but yeah, shitty. Mm-hmm. It's very shit. And September, I don't know what the weather's like in September in Barcelona. Well, we were going to go over in March, which is spring. And this is going to be September, which is like the start of autumn. It should be fine. Yeah? Yeah, it'll be maybe a bit chilly by their standards, but it'll be nice for us. There be. Half um, the is there. Jesus. <laughs> Did you just break that chair? Yep, think so. <laughs> Too much relaxed heaviness. I mean, no, God says, yeah, just break your chair. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, about Barcelona. Yeah, so Barcelona, the first ever HDKI International Cup was to take place March 2021. Now, hopefully, as long as the world doesn't end completely, September 2021. Yeah. I'm looking at that calendar there. Yeah. All the trips missed. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit. I was maybe in Alabama in August. Mm-hmm. Meant to be in fucking Sweden. We were meant to be in Denmark. Meant to be in Denmark. We were meant to go... Remember, we were meant to go and train with Peter Constantine last right, April. Yeah, we're going to train with Peter, man. Sensei Peter. And that never... That fell through as well. Mm. Some bullshit, man. I think we need a karate holiday. If you could karate holiday anywhere right now, where would you go? Uh, like I invent my own karate holiday, yeah. or I go to one that already exists. Oh, you can invent. I can invent, invent my own. Invent hmm, it would have to be, it would have to be like uh, China. We'd have to get like a Shaolin temple kind of location. Oh yeah, you want to do some kung fu for your karate? Holiday? No, no, no. I will we'll go there and do karate. Like <laughs> <laughs> kick the Shaolin monks out the monastery. Yeah. Like right. Oh yeah, big son. We'll take some karate. But we'll here. take the, we'll t- we're, we're gonna wear the kung fu robes with the wee buttons in the front, you know, the swishy kimonos, yeah. and uh, and we're gonna play with swords. But we'll be doing karate. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. And we'll jog, we'll jog up steps, like you know, steps all the way up a mountain, and do cool shit like that. And we'll eat Chinese food, and we'll make sure there's loads and loads of beer. Rake beer yeah. in the temple. In the <laughs> temple, yeah. <laughs> like Buddha holding all the beers. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be China would be. I've never been to China, but right, uh, man, China's on the blacklist for me just now with this Corona stuff. You know, they're fine over there yeah, now. They're fine they? now, yeah. are they? Yeah. Oh, I don't I'd know. Be scared. You I can't li- trust anything. I trust all the propaganda that comes out of China. Yeah, see, 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 big Trumpy boy. He's got Corona. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because like, Dick. <laughs> funny because all his like at his rally. Do you see the guy interviewing everyone at his rally not wearing masks? They're like, ah, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah. And Trump's gonna gonna prove it. And fucking Trump's got it. It's like, oh, guess it's not a conspiracy theory. <laughs> oh, man, my Do you think though it's a ruse? Do you think they're just saying a mess, he, he, they're saying about. he's got it so he can I don't know Postpone. recover in a week or something and then he'll be like see it was no big deal. I think it might be a little bit more sinister than that and mm-hmm. maybe it's to mess about with the election. How so? Well, I'm too sick. We can't do debates and we can't. We have to postpone the election. Fuck that! If you're sick, you're sick. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. If you're sick, you're yeah. sick. Ah, uh, it's a mess over there. So my karate holiday is not going to be in America. As much as I love going to America to do karate. Um, I, man, where would I go? Hawaii. Thailand. 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 We're going to Tiger Muay Thai with all the bags and the, and the gear. And but the just thing. doing karate, right? But just doing karate. <laughs> just doing karate. We're, just, we're going to say to the Tiger Muay Thai, oh, how's it going? Get out. The gym's for <laughs> Cause it's cause you got to remember the beaches in Thailand are like stop yeah, yeah. we can be going and we hear some real ooies yeah, <laughs> 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 famous Thai boxing chat <laughs> uh, yeah man Thailand for sure would be my next that's that's on my bucket list I want to go away to Thailand and train in mm. Tiger Muay Thai that's like I know tur- tourists I know uh, one of my mates Shona actually used to train in the dojo. Um, was travelling around the world and one of her stops was Thailand and she got to train in Tiger Muay Thai. Oh, she went to Tiger Muay Thai? Yeah, she was training, which was cool. And I was like, I definitely, definitely have to do that at some point. So that would be my karate holiday. I was fantasising about a similar karate holiday only at the time I was looking at Muay Thai. And there's hundreds and hundreds of places you can go and, you know, train for a month, train for two months, train for a week even. And some of them are really tourist oriented. Like some of them, oh, you train every day and they'll take you on a bar crawl or you can get on a boat. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. Yeah, But no, that's really, you know, and it's like, it's, oh, it's suitable for beginners. And I'm like, fuck that. No, I want to, no. 
no, no, no. I want a bit of a wee, okay? Um, I don't want a bit of wee. Train with trainer gay and just exactly. fucking get smashed. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, sleep on the fucking floor and sleep, you know, four hours a night and no beach allowed. Only training. <laughs> <laughs> man, you're ruining my crack holiday, man. <laughs> if you're gonna go do it properly, man. If you're gonna go train Muay Thai, you have to train like the like the fucking natives. Uh, one cry holiday which could be fun would be like doing Rick Jackson's summer camp, but mm. somewhere mad like him. Like like, like Siberia. Like in Greenland or something. <laughs> Where it's just freezing. Yeah, Greenland. Fighting off the tigers and meditating. <laughs> There's no tigers in Greenland. You meant Siberia. Uh, Siberia, yeah. Siberia, yeah. Siberia, um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Rick Jackson in his prime versus a white Siberian tiger. Who'd win? Uh, oh, Rick Jackson. <laughs> you get him with the old height of. You get him with the old mind explosion. Thing. <laughs> mind bullets. <Yeah. laughs> the demons are coming at you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but trainer Rick Jackson's a summer camp's a must on the bucket list as well. Yeah. Mm. Since he said that, he, like he thought we like. He kind of implied that we wouldn't hack it, didn't he? Yeah, and that really still hurts me to this day. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I'll, I'll hack it. I sit and I sit and says that for the full time and don't squirm, you know? Yeah, but last time he was here, he only made us sit for about 10 minutes. Yeah, but everyone was still squirming. I was like, I was swearing to myself. Like, you know, you like empty your mind. I'm like, mm. don't you fucking move. <laughs> <laughs> mind was not empty. But <laughs> <laughs> Steely uh, determination is yeah, all you need. I'll train, I'll build up to it. Five minutes a day. Of Caesar. In ten minutes a day. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of time. <laughs> Imagine. I would never do that. Christ. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Just catch and punch. <laughs> oh. Jesus. <laughs> but we won't go. I'll tell, tell you what I'll tell you what what happened with the Caitlin and Georgia. So, oh yeah. So my, <laughs> Wait, my, are we just gonna call them out on the podcast? I'm right calling now? them out, yeah. Oh my god. So my my You're such a prick. My lovely girlfriend. Um, was over here um, for a few weeks and we had to go and uh, quarantine and everything like that um, while she was visiting. We hadn't seen each other in seven months, a long distance, very tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we quarantined uh, for the two weeks and then after the two weeks of quarantine, we were out and about and stuff. Um, and I was in heat back in the dojo after two weeks and I was training and I left straight away to go and see... Molly mm-hmm. and I didn't say like hello goodbye to you I just left and then I, all of a sudden there was a big kibosh that I had fallen out with the, everyone and stuff like that I was getting I the texts like, about it man I was like gee and I came into the dojo with beer and sweeties and stuff saying we don't know what's happened but we hope everything's okay <laughs> I was like oh my goodness and it's amazing the effect this karate teacher can have on people yeah like even when you don't realise the slightest little gesture can be picked up yeah. In a completely different way. I just wanted to go home and see Molly and it turned out like people thought I was upset with them and everything like that. It's... They were texting me like, what's wrong with Ross? He's really, really angry with us. <laughs> I'm like, no, he's not. Yeah, he's few, but like he won't even look at us. He won't talk to us. He's being really shady. He's like not answering me when I say hello. And none of that was true. It's just like <laughs> yeah. got amplified in their yeah. head. <laughs> I whispered hello from across the room. <laughs> yeah. It's fun, but yeah, anyone who's teaching, man, just uh, always be mindful. Like the slightest gesture can can send you awry. Do you think you have to be really like extra charming and personable as a karate teacher? You have to kind of put on an act. Um, I don't like. I, I don't think what I put on is an act, but it is very. Is I think it would surprise people who look from the outside in how tiring it is to always be on your A game like you always have to be super nice mm-hmm. super charming you always have to be yeah performing almost mm-hmm. um, but there's genuine obviously genuine affection for all the students and stuff in the dojo you build especially up relationships especially tiring when your um, dojo relationships kind of spill over into your real life relationships too yeah because if you if something goes wrong there it comes back into the dojo yeah yeah it's, mm-hmm. it's, you've got it's very can be very difficult to have separation mm-hmm. um, which I think actually Scott is very good at it uh, on a level of, of keeping it separate for yeah. the most part, which is something maybe you know need to look into learning a little bit more of. Mm. Um, so things like when I go and see my girlfriend who I've not seen in seven months, I <laughs> don't get accused of hating the dojo. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, like I think people would be surprised how tiring it is to always be willing to talk when because people come to train, they're very excited to come train, and then you're part of the the experience, right? Talking to sensei is part of the experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you cannot be bothered talking to anyone. It's not the individual; it's just you've had a shit day, you're having a tough time, you know, da 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 da, da and they come in, and all of a sudden you have to listen to everything and be engaging and and care about what they're talking about and stuff. Who and sometimes you just want to go to bed. Sometimes, but then of course, a of lot course, of the time I'm, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. And, and you do like, want to talk. 99% of the time, you mm. like, again, genuine affection for everyone in the dojo yeah. and stuff. But there's there some times where people will have no idea that you're literally two seconds away from crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's tiring. It's tiring stuff. Yeah. yeah it's Someone's got to do it, man. I mean, could you imagine, like, back in the day, like, like I can't imagine, like, because any student come, come up and talk to me, the kids will blare their way and, and chat to me which is great I love that like I, I love the, the kids and stuff are like you see the, the really shy kids especially when they start then over a period of time they're then blathering away to you about school and stuff like mm-hmm. that and telling you things that they maybe wouldn't tell their parents and stuff and you, you know you, you're like they feel that comfortable around you which is cool but I remember coming up through the grades with like Frank Brennan and like <laughs> Frank Brennan done all my gradings <laughs> and I, I I I've never spoken to Frank Brennan oh, yeah. I've trained with Frank Brennan a hundred times I've never <laughs> ever spoke said one word that's like, what's, what's, what's? could you imagine chatting away to him about your day <laughs> <laughs> walking into the door oh Sensei how are you so just go ham today Sensei oh my goodness <laughs> let me tell you I was just like no way yeah no way now who knows it maybe in his own dojo he is that guy and he is very chatty I doubt it <laughs> maybe he is that guy and he's blathering away and stuff and, 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 and how's maybe, your mother is your mother doing well maybe he's softened up in his old age I doubt it <laughs> but, but yeah like but I could never imagine oh, walking up to him on a course the way that people feel comfortable walking up and talking to Scott partying with the senses afterwards he's having dinner and stuff like mm. that and being able to strike up a conversation uh, we need to get someone to write us in guys if you've ever had a pleasant conversation with Frank Brennan <laughs> send us an email comment yeah. on this yeah, YouTube. if you're on YouTube comment on the YouTube video uh, Podcasts at gmail.com get yeah. in touch get in touch and tell us your story or tell, tell us a story about a sensei that wouldn't talk to you or maybe a sensei that's really a really good positive experience you've had with a sensei yeah. Or if you're a sensei yourself. Have you ever if told a student yourself, to fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't tell us about how nice you are to your students. Tell us when you've told students to fuck off. <laughs> it's way more interesting. <laughs> sometimes, some, I mean, sometimes when I'm feeling really shit and I'll arrive to my class on time, which is like 10 or 5 minutes early, yeah. and I'll just hide around the corner until the minute the, minute the clock hits, you know, turns to 5 o'clock and then I'll walk in the door and I'm like, right, line up! <laughs> oh, there's nothing, I tell you, there's nothing worse. When you come in for your class and you can't, like, sometimes I'll come in, like, sometimes an hour early just to chill out yeah. and get ready for class. Sometimes, so sometimes I'll, like, if I'm teaching at, at like, four o'clock in here, normally that's the weekday mm-hmm. beginner class mm-hmm. time, I'll come in at half three and somebody comes in at, like, 25 to mm. with the, some tiny kit and I'm just like, ah, this is my time. Like I, I literally, I've, like a couple of times, I'd be like, "You have to leave." Like, like, like you can't just come, you can't just come in here for twenty five minutes before class. Like, that's out of order. Like, I've never done it. But I would still like that's what I'm thinking on the inside. Like, it's not anything to do with them. It's people. It's just I need my time to just get ready to perform. Like, yeah, you know, for sure. Because once you start going, you then have to be the energetic clown. Man, I've arrived at classes thinking I can't do it as well. Yeah. Thinking, I'm not, how am I going to get through this? I'm going to be a, a bastard. These kids are going to hate me. And then, as soon as the warm up is finished, you're like, okay, I've got an idea for loads of games. I've got an idea for <laughs> yeah. loads of challenges. This is what I'm going to teach you. I'm going to put it all together. Boom. And then have a fantastic class. It's like I, like I talk about with Kumite, like the flicking the switch. Mm-hmm. Like being able to be chill and stuff, then flick the switch and you're it's serious. It's the same mode. as Kumite. It's the exact when you same need to thing. punch a kid in the face, you just. Flip the switch. <laughs> oh, anyway. Ru, On that pleasant note. Ru, are you ready for to finish off with some feels of the week? Of the week. Uh, let me see. Have I got one? Have I got one? Yes, I do. Wait, which one did I do last week? Nah, I cannot remember. <laughs> I can't do the same one twice. If you tell me, I'll let, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. I'll uh, interrupt you if you've okay, told okay, me the okay. story. So, I missed a training session last week. 
not not an extraordinary occurrence. I used to miss a lot more training than I do nowadays, but I've been very very good for about the last nine months. Um, since January, I gave myself a kick in the butt, and I've been attending really really well all the morning sessions. But last week, uh, slept in, and I missed a session. It was a Wednesday, so then I rocked up on the Thursday, and you know. A large part of my, you know, motivation for being, you know, very, uh, very good lately has been long chats that I've had with you and with Scott Sensei about, you know, being, you know, being disciplined and, you know, following the path and yada yada yada. So I rocked up on the Thursday. Oh, I'm really sorry. I missed yesterday. You know, I just slept in a hike or made up some stupid excuse about having a sore tummy. But anyway, <clears throat> we spent the last fifteen or twenty minutes of that Thursday sparring. And <laughs> <laughs> You've not told this one. <laughs> so, sparred with AJ, fine. AJ, you can always have a nice little flow with. Who did I spar next? Probably Karen. And Karen always tries to escalate, but I'm getting better at holding my own, so that was fine. And then Scott goes, okay, Yami, change partner, Roo! Get the fuck over here! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, classic sensei, you know, always like, oh, I'm gonna beat you up. And uh, he's, you know, he's a big teddy bear, whatever. So, Started moving around with Scott a little bit and like there's something in his eye, some kind of look in his <laughs> eye which is making me a bit and he starts letting me touch him, you know, letting me hit, letting me score. We're not doing Shobu Whip on like, but he's let he's letting me in past his guard, he's not blocking everything. So I'm tapping away and you know he's moving and then he's coming back and he's giving a tap or two, but I'm like, something's not right here. <laughs> he's luring me into a false sense of security for sure. Like like that, this never like happens. It's like that. <laughs> That fucking wildebeest that's coming up to the water <laughs> drinking no one there's a fucking it's like fucking crocodile there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And this this never happens. He's always, you know, he blocks everything and then just, you know, pops you right in the right in the solar plexus or whatever else. But he wasn't only giving me this false sense of security, he was wearing me out. Because I'm always a lot more tense fighting Scott, because he, you know, because he's so good. <laughs> so I'm getting, I'm like, I'm panting, and I'm getting really, really tired, but he's still letting me hit. And next thing, he flips the fucking switch. And <laughs> starts kicking the shit out of me. You mean Scott says he escalated? <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. Now, obviously, obviously he didn't kick the shit out of me. We're not, you know, we're not doing a combat sport here. Kumite is always very controlled and light contact, because we don't wear gloves or anything. Don't, don't even put in mouth guards most of the time. But next thing... He comes in with this combination and his left leg flies up and his heel hits me right in the jaw. Ooh. Left leg uramawash and man I was like it was it was sore to eat for the next day. Oh man. And uh, the it? fail is that I deserved it. Why didn't you block it? Why didn't I block it? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> That's the, the uh, all these years of training man you don't know how to block a kick cuz Telling you, Shokan is not the best. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, the point no. is, I know it's not like uh, he hits you. Uh, you get hit one side, and then the other side is really yeah, one, hit one side of the jaw. Then the mm -hmm. other side of the jaw is really sore. Exactly, because like, the tendons uh, get yeah. stretched, you know. Yeah. And it's not like I've never taken a clout before. I have, but I just felt like it was a clout of shame. It was that uh, you it deserved it. Training. You deserved yeah. it. He was making a point. It was a punishment kick. Making a point. Your turn. So my fail is like I'm sure many people have had this fail. <laughs> Maybe not because I'm just an egomaniac and need to, need attention. I need attention during training. I yeah. really get it. But I was looking for attention from Scott Sensei, the whole class. Just because like, I train really hard, and I like you know I always look for that like kind of like yeah that's it Ross like something like that just gets me like I'm like that's rare that's it's rare but mm -hmm. I'm like, I was I felt I was on I was on fire I was moving well and I was like mm. I need. Some so someone needs to say something about this. <laughs> <laughs> you needed that affirmation. A little bit of boost, like Ross, mm. you're looking all right today. So I'm like, so you know, just something like that. Mm. Uh, and paying away the whole, doing the whole big huge combination that we were doing the other day, and ping, 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 really fast, really fast, really sharp. Finally, finally, the boss man comes over. He's like, and he does that, you know, that weird stance. He stands and he's like. <laughs> with his finger he's, he stands with his, he's got his left arm folded underneath him his right elbow on top finger on the chin and he goes yeah show me show me <laughs> and I was like yes here we go 
one, two, what am I doing? Where am I going? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no. Like, fucking, like, just fell apart. You know that way where sometimes you just fall apart? Like, yeah. you, you, you start, like, had a little stutter step, and then after the stutter step, I just couldn't pull it back together. And it was just typical. And he's obviously like, no, no. <laughs> and I was just like, ah, Christ. Ross can't do it. Oh, well. Yeah. And that, like, like, it's not a big deal, obviously. It's not a big fail, but. <sighs> I just matters. I hate making mistakes, man. <laughs> I hate it. My ego can't handle it. Don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a great actually there's a great meme. There's like a guy and he's he's in the middle of falling over and he looks like he's such a just an awkward individual, his limbs are flying everywhere, and it's uh it's um oh I can't remember the caption, but it was something like, you know, doing well all class and then sensei looks at me and this is what happens. <laughs> yes. That's that man, it was just uh typical. Typical. So that's a that's my fool. I was literally Scottish was no fail. So, <laughs> classic fail. Classic fail. Anyway, that's about it. I reckon. That's it. That was a long Let's one. wrap it up. Chat away. Um, we will see you same time next week. Us. Thanks for listening. Deep bow. Us. 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 Okay. Chat you later on, folks. <laughs>